Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Don McLean hanging with us, raising money for Ukraine. Yes. This is fantastic. I love this. Make sure you go to our website, mytalk1071.com, where you can donate. We've partnered with Alight, who helps uh, refugees all over the world. And they've got got people on the ground in uh, Poland trying to help these Ukrainian refugees right now. And Mm -hmm. what they need right now is money so they can provide, you know, everything from uh, baby food to diapers to um, blankets, phone chargers, so they can stay in touch with uh, their family and loved ones that may not be with them. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. They're getting they're they're helping people who have um, been able to get out of Ukraine, and then like getting goods into right. Ukraine as well. It's yeah. it's it's really obviously very meaningful work. So we always help our neighbors right across the street. And this is an opportunity to help our neighbors that are around the world. So we want to send love to Ukraine and those displaced families who are going through just such a terrible time in their lives. And so when you go to mytalk1071.com, it's super easy. You'll find it right away. Uh, We've already raised thousands of dollars just this morning. So we're really happy about the great start. And my talkers always, every time, show up when we say, can you help? Can you help do some good? Every time they show up. It's true. It's true. It's a wonderful thing. And you're going to feel fantastic. You're going to feel like a million bucks. It's a great way to start the week by helping others. So go to the website. Now I have a bone to pick with Steve. (laughs) Okay. Wow. (sighs) Happy Monday. How was your weekend? Okay. I guess we'll get to it. Whatever. What's your Um, bone? Okay. I finished... Uh, inventing Anna. So basic. Why is the bank now? Steve, what? it was so long. <laughs> like, it's, it was like the series that would never end. And I'm not <laughs> watching this. Don't. You're just going to hate this person. And I don't have hate in my heart. But I'm just like, I. Uh, he, you didn't even say, uh, spoiler alert, sort of, the way that... Okay, so this is a story about a woman who infiltrated the art world in New York City. Anna Dalve. She was um, a Russian woman who ended up living in Germany and then made her way to New York City. And she was just a scam artist. Yes. Basically a drifter. Yes. Not as creepy? Not as creepy. No, she's pretty creepy. Uh, She's pretty creepy. She's like a grifter, you know, just scamming people out of money and going, oh, I forgot my credit card or my credit card's not working. Donna, that's not how she says it. I'm sorry. You do it. Oh, essentially. Okay. Do you want to hear a TikToker on Inventing Anna (laughs) after like one episode uh, or two episodes? Is this? A, are they critiquing it or impersonating, impersonating her unique accent? Impersonating her accent. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Here we okay. go. 
one day after watching Inventing Anna. Two days after watching Inventing Anna. You are so basic. Three days after watching Inventing Anna. I sent you a wire transfer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it right there. It's always oh, the wire transfer. Yeah. Entire outfit change. Yes. She wears no glasses in the first one. Oh. You know, I didn't see uh, SNL this weekend, but uh, um, oh gosh, everybody loves the actor who was there. Oh, um, uh, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, I watched a little bit. He was cute. I just saw. I saw a ten-second blip from an Inventing Anna digital short it seemed that they oh, did I didn't see it where he walked into the party and Anna was there and said you look power and he's like I'm sorry what I what yeah, you look power she was trying to say poor and then she changed oh, how she yeah. pronounced it like six times in a row and he said oh I look poor who oh. is playing Anna um I don't know her name but oh, she does really one? good impressions Chloe uh her name is yes Chloe it's something. Chloe it's Chloe she's fantastic so wait, so what's your what's your beef? It's I just mean, too long of a show? It's, it's a long time to feel that annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, is, I, I, I was just constantly annoyed, but I'm like, I, I've got two episodes left. I have to finish. And the episodes were longer than they normally are. And then... Yes, because these are not, like Grey's Anatomy, for instance, is an hour-long episode, but they're 43 minutes without commercials. Uh-huh. These are... An hour, an hour, an hour and 15. And, and w- w- I mean, just they, they plow through. So it's kind of like watching a movie every night. It starts to feel like that. And to listen to that accent and that be and watch that behavior for so long is I was I found myself getting like I- infuriated. Is that okay. a word? Uh-huh. It sure is. It's yes, the um, <laughs> She. OK, but the worst part of the whole thing is how. Everybody, she ends up in a courtroom, and then it's like a fashion show. She won't come out until she has, like, the perfect outfit. Mm-hmm. And her lawyer, who I love, who reminds me of a very good friend of mine, um, is just, he's a saint to put up with her. But what annoyed me the most is how they felt about her. How the reporter, who's played by Anna Chlumsky, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like, this woman is a bad person. She's a terrible, terrible person. And they're having this sympathy for her and rooting for her. And I'm like, wait a second. Why are you rooting for this horrible criminal? I do have a clip of Chloe Feynman. Doing yes, I'd like oh, yes. Right. Okay. This is her doing Anna, inventing Anna inventing on SNL. Chloe. Okay. Actually, my sandwich. What? What is that voice? My sandwich is in your mouth. Gives me my sandwich. Okay, yeah, sorry. I I didn't know. Oh, Oh my gosh. She's so good. That's good. So, Dawn, you're out based on, uh, A, there's been too much hype, and if there's uh, too much hype around something, Dawn has a propensity to say, (laughs) I'm going to pass. I'll give that to the masses, and I'll wait for the next thing that I feel good with. yeah. And now bad reviews and saying it's long oh, yeah. or There's just no tedious way. and annoying. It's, or I'll wait like a year or two and be like, I finally watched Game of Thrones or yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> no, I watched that Same. in real time. But but I, I think the it's it's a good story. It's a great story. But you'd rather it be maybe like a documentary on yeah. Like, and I've watched TLC. there are documentaries on this actually, and I've watched them. But I just I mean Julia Garner is doing a great job. At 
annoying me. So <laughs> I, you know, for that reason, I just, I don't know if it's an award-winning kind of situation, but... I think that we could have done this. We could have done, instead of nine episodes, six, and instead of true 60 to 70 minutes, we could have done 45-minute episodes. There you go. That, I think, would have really tightened it all. It was just like a lot to take in so quickly. I hear you, I big sister. I just can't believe that you made it through all nine episodes without needing a break. Yeah, exactly. My wife was sort of taken by that, too. She was like, can we watch Inventing Anna tonight, or do you feel like you need to do something different? Before, you know, and, No, yeah. I was a big boy. I did it all. Wow, that's, that's incredible. Good. I'm impressed by you. Um, okay, we're going to come back. we got some things that make you go, huh? We'll wake your brain up if you haven't played Wordle yet today. Uh, don't worry, we're not going to spoil it. We'll just give you some things that make you go, huh? Can you figure this out? The first song that hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100... In two different decades was what? This song did it in 1979 and in 1980. What's the first song to score a number one in two decades? Go back to 79 and 80. What song was hot? We'll tell you when we come back, Donna and Steve, on my talk. Hey, Steve, drop and give me 50. Okay. Well, really? Yeah, I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29, 30. Join at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve Show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Steve comes with a bag full of fun facts every single day. Today, we've got a little trivia question to start things off. This can feel a little difficult on the surface, but really go back in time and you might hone in on what this song is. The first song that hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in two different decades was what song? Now, this is an e- it's easy to say you hit it in two different decades because right. it was the last number one hit of 1979. Right. And then it had that spot again during the second week of 1980. Right. That's exactly what I thought it was. Okay. So, which song... Do you think it is that was the first to hit the Billboard Hot 100 number one spot in two decades in both 79 and 80? Close to you by the Carpenters. Don, I'm going to give you an opportunity to guess if you would like as well. Oh, Song from 79 slash 80 that would have... <laughs> um, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas this year. Uh, see, I like it. I That's like your it. style. The first thing I thought of until I heard the year. <laughs> no, I know. I... <laughs> okay, you are... but Well, you're both wrong. But uh, Donna's closer guess is also wrong. It is... Floyd. No. I want 10 guesses. I'm going to give you a few <laughs> guesses. Gosh, I, I will cut you more. off at an undisclosed time. Um, it is a male singer. Okay. And the song has a technical name, like the actual name of the song, Mm -hmm. and then sort of a parentheses name right next to it, Mm. you know, kind of how people know it. Okay. It's the Pina Colada song. It is. What's the real name of that song? It's called, uh, 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 the breakups, uh, it's called. One word starts with an E. Eh. Escape. Yep. Don came in. Don officially gets credit. Amazing. Escape the Pina Pina Colada song. And then you know what I like? 
There's a real plot twist in that song. I don't like it just because of the context. I know. It's like, oh, I want to cheat on my... I want to cheat on you. I know. We both want to cheat on each other. Great. I know. And then they end up with each other. But that's what I liked about it, right? I mean, I get it. It, um, It's a good... Rarely do you have a plot twist in a song. No, that's not true. Try listening to country music. Oh, what? The bumper fell off? What's the plot uh, twist there's here? There's always a plot t- a twi- uh, twist, like Don't Take the Girl from Tim McGraw. Oh, you know what? Um, actually, there is a plot. You're right, Donna. I just heard a new country song by uh, former American Idol contestant Grace Lear, who has a Minnesota connection. I, If I recall this correctly, Steph I believe Hansen's, she's Steph Hansen's um, niece. niece. Yes, I can't believe I just remembered that. She's got a new song called i think it's called he brought a girl and you're right lyrically there's a plot twist because she's getting all gussied up and all that and then he walks in the the little apartment party or whatever it is and it turns out he brought a girl Uh, maybe you're right yeah no it happens all the time but the pina colada song is a that's a that's a a level plot twist first time that's like squid game you didn't even see it coming it's true, but then when I hear the music, I just go, "Ah, oh, cheater!" Yeah. Oh, see, when That's I hear I the music, of. I have there's a thing called negotiated meaning, which is there's the original lyrical uh, intent of the author, whoever penned the lyrics, mm. and then there's negotiated meaning, which is how we take in, in uh, entertainment, songs, books, etc., and we negotiate what that song means for us, setting aside what it meant to the author. When I hear the song. I really just hear the music, and it makes me feel like I'm on a Caribbean vacation. And it's funny that it's called Escape, because I feel like I am escaping the current atmosphere that I'm in, and I feel like I go away to a cruise. I want to go on a cruise. Okay. I've been following a guy who's on a big Royal Caribbean cruise right now, and that feeling when you step aboard a cruise ship, and you have your little key card, your C card, and you hear like the doom, doom. Yeah, all I feel is vertigo. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, I have to be drugged, yeah, constantly, yeah. three times a day, Maclozine. <laughs> yep, and then it makes you tired, I and then you don't enjoy it. Well. Believe it or not, me too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. You went what? You went on a cruise? I did, with Despite listeners. Your, it was a divorce cruise for people who just got divorced, nice. and I wanted to celebrate. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Celebrate. I didn't wow. pay for it. That's the only thing that's good about yeah, that me cruise. Either. Me either. Oh, man. I went on a Disney cruise. It was fun. And I broadcast live every day, so yeah. every day. That's what I want to do. I want to do that. When you go through different time zones, your hours for the morning, you're like, okay, today we're on at 3 a.m. Tomorrow we're on right. at 6. Yeah. It's crazy. What a journey. Thank you guys for your vulnerability. You're welcome. Uh, the national flag with the most colors in it is Belize. It has 19 different colors. Oh, interesting. Huh, do you know what they are? I do. As I Google <laughs> search it. Really right. not. Red, blue. Every color I know. Red, blue, white, green, 
another shade of blue, a yellow, black, tan, dark brown. Just sort of like a, everything, right? I don't know how they're getting the 19. Oh, a couple different shades of blue. That's probably a different red. Yeah. Um, it's pretty. I like it. It's got a, what do you call those emblems? The, you know, like families have them. Like crest, a crest. Crest. Yeah. We once got a uh, sort of a random gift from a childhood friend. We forget what the occasion was, but they they gifted us an Arizona state flag, like the state flag of Arizona. We hung that sun gun up in the basement for a while. And it was always like, hey, what's that? Oh, that's the state flag of Arizona. What was and the point of that? Joya brought it. I'm, yeah. I don't know. We were gifted it. Like, was that a nope. thanks for having me over for dinner kind of thing? You lived in Arizona at the time, right? Nope, not at all. Definitely oh not. Oh, my gosh. It was for sure Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't think they had traveled to Arizona. Um, I'm confused. We were, too, gift. for about a decade, and we hung it up. Okay. And it was just a source of entertainment for us. I gotta go. No, no, no! You gotta stay. That's it for the show. All We're right, a thirty-minute show healthy. now. It's okay if he goes. What no. do you want us to be? The inventing Anna uh, of my talk. Uh, so basic. Wow. Okay, so. <laughs> is Maddie Bay coming out? I oh, guess he is. Now? Maddie B from TV. He's our buddy. Uh, he's got a few different things that we should know for this week. Uh, he's coming in next. See something. Say something. Coming up after that, stay with us. The Don and Steve Experience here on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back and thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. He's back. Come on, Matt, talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. It's Monday morning. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing? Hi, Steve. What's up, man? Just feeling good. We're just yeah. happy to have you back. When we Thanks. when we open our uh, our Monday show outline and then have a note there that you're not in, oh. it feels very distressing for us. And oh. when we see that Maddie B is here. Uh, then we get very excited for for many a reason. Mostly because you don't have to produce that fifteen. That's exactly minutes. <laughs> right. It's great. It's and that's it's like ah, it's a good way to start a Monday with a little bit of a, of a lighter I'm note. So in your topics. Thank you, Don. Thank, Thank you. We're interested. Thank you. <laughs> Number one. All right, yes. here we're jumping right in here. Yes. All righty. When I pitched this idea to you, I picked Mondays for a reason. I'll leave it at that. Yes, thank you. We love you for that. <laughs> okay, so this is a little bit of serious news, but it affects thousands and thousands of families. Tomorrow, Minneapolis and St. Paul teachers could start striking. Oh, um, I know, and it's and it, when you just think about the ramifications of that, um, you know, families and childcare, everything, uh, families Work. whose children rely on schools for meals, right? How it's going to impact parents' jobs. The impact of this cannot be over stated mm-hmm. so I, I i just i knew it had to be number one today so here's the very latest on where things stand today's the last kind of chance for negotiations to try and strike a last minute deal here that would call off a strike a dist- uh, the teachers would then walk tomorrow mm. um, in both minneapolis and st paul the teachers are demanding higher wages smaller class sizes more mental health support among other demands mm-hmm. they say what they're asking for is long overdue. That's the teacher's right. perspective. They say they've been working so long for really difficult conditions, and they, they're putting their foot down here. You know, I 
I have to say, every teacher I know right now is stressed out. Mm. Just super, not even here, but everywhere. It's my, just, yeah. it's a it's a hard job. People my don't niece, give them enough credit. My niece did quit her teaching. She quit her teaching job. She just was so stressed oh out. And gosh. she felt so bad about it. And she just could not handle the stress. She well, lived in Kansas City. Thinking about the Zoom. I mean, just having to just, adjust yeah. and do all that distance learning. Now, the other side to balance our report <laughs> for what we're doing here right. is that the districts say, they it's simply a a a, a money problem they right. they literally cannot pay the mm. district's leaders are saying i'm quoting right. them here that they they just can't pay what the teachers are demanding here right. among the other changes it all costs money that's what it comes down to and the districts say they can't do it so uh, they're going to be last minute negotiations today strike could be avoided if they have breakthroughs maybe mm. there's a deal with the unions and the districts in minneapolis or st paul today or there there's a possibility that we'll watch for you today that maybe they get there's a breakthrough of some kind mm-hmm. they're not all the way there but they're mm-hmm. close enough to to an agreement right. that maybe the the union might not go on strike tomorrow. Right. So w- we're going to have it covered for you. If you're a family concerned about child care or right. that the reliance on meals, we have resources uh, at KSTP.com. So well, that's the right other end of this. Yeah. You know, so you have the you have the teachers on one side, and then yeah. you've got the district, and then that the third party at the uh, the table, so to speak, uh, are these parents who. Just think of what how disruptive the last two years have been. And now they're like, oh, gosh, like we're just starting to kind of get through it. We're seeing masks, things relax, classes are in person. And it's like, oh, what's that? Oh, a strike now? Now we're back at home. Mm-hmm. The kids are there. I mean, a headache for I don't I don't envy any party that is involved in this right. in this process. Yeah. But oh mercy. And, it's, and you know what? For me, as we're talking and delivering this news in the morning, I, I can actually empathize with all of the players here. Right. I, mm-hmm. I, I totally get where the teachers are coming right. from and what they've been through. I also run a household budget myself. You know, I, right. I, if I'm a school district and I'm, I just don't have the money, I just don't have the money. So yeah. I, I get How that argument. Yeah. And then I, I sympathize with the families too. It's just this, uh, and the impact that this is going to have on them. So I, sure. I kind of sympathize the whole way around the table, Steve, as you put it. So yeah, it's a tough one. We'll watch it today on the. Matt, will, will all three of our stories today be, uh, depressing? No. We won't know until we say. <laughs> Number two. Let's lighten it up. How about we hop on a mattress and slide down Buck Hill, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up on Saturday, uh, and this is this is always a good time because the teams go crazy and they wear crazy outfits. I, we have it. some video of they were like there was a team riding like T Rexes down the hill <laughs> so that they fun. made like floats kind of a things. So it's the bed race for bridging. Uh, Five Eyewitnesses is a big proud sponsor of this year after year. It's at Buck Hill in Burnsville. Starts at five Saturday night, and you can go That's and fun. just like Watch. cheer them on. I mean, sure. and it, it, let, let's be honest. Honest, it's a spectacle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's worth going to see, even if you're not participating. Teams of four people, they they get all decked out, they dress up, and uh, they create some kind of a vehicle out of a mattress, a, a, a mattress, a blo- like a blow up mattress, an oh old real mattress. Um, they, they, get really, really they get really, they get really creative. Shocked. That's a steep hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you can get moving. Tumbling. They hop on that thing and they get a running start, and there they go. And, and it's a fundraiser. Such a course. great cause. Too. Bridging yeah. is they do it, wonderful things. It really is. They uh, help 
about 4,000 families a year uh, providing housing stability. You know, right. just, just that, that bridge, you get it, yes. <laughs> to get them into that stable living situation that they need. And so the money goes to that fantastic cause, our, our local nonprofit bridging. So, yeah, that's happening on Saturday. You know, a cool thing that bridging does, too, is... It's like such a dignifying experience for people who have fallen on hard times. When they go there, they get an opportunity, uh, folks who use the service, to shop there, essentially. Mm -hmm. So you get to walk through. you got a bridging person at your side. And then if you need lamps, you go down the lamp aisle Mm -hmm. and you pick out this and you're sort of dreaming up your space. And, okay, now let's go to the couches. And so the idea that they also get choice as they get to use a service like this, it's just a cool little difference that that they do that really just gives dignity to the people who use the service so yay sliding down hills on mattresses and you know they have music and a bonfire and all kinds of things out there for just maybe the spectating folks and so yeah bed race for bridging saturday night if you want to go support that at buck hill and we have one more Oh, they're getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this one, I just, I don't, I wanted to ask you all if it affects you. It's a friendly, it's an early reminder that Saturday night, we're springing forward. We got to yeah, change the clocks. It affects it, us. I'm almost, I'm ready to give up the hour of sleep because it means that the, the spring is coming. I don't know about you, but yeah. when I woke up on Sunday and I saw four inches of snow, I, know. I was like, what damaging, depressing. <laughs> but so I'm, I'm, Ugh. I'm ready. But does it mess with your body clock, Steve-O? You, you feel, you feel the, the law? No, I don't think so. I, I, in fact, I think spring forward works a little better when you have little kids because then it feels like they're sleeping in a little bit <laughs> later. But then they want to go to bed later. Yeah. The time, the clock stuff is uh, maybe a like neutral, but sometimes you lose out. Whereas, like when you fall back, if you're a single adult and you fall back, that is a bona fide bonus hour of a day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Here's how it affects me. Uh oh. My dog is so regimented that, of course, his body just tells him when it's time to eat based on his schedule. He doesn't know that four o'clock is now three o'clock or four o'clock is now, you know, three o'clock is now four o'clock. And all of a sudden. Yes. So it's worse for me when we go back. When we go back than when we go forward. Well, listen, and I will give up the sleep to Matt's point. Just to have more daylight at the end of the day, please. To make it feel like we're less just living in a bunker, you yeah. know. If you can get out, just it, it's. I'm I'm ready for. It. I can't believe it's March seventh already. I mean St. Patty's Day, like next week. Yeah, yeah. turn in the Seven corner. Days. Yeah, but down. But the, you heard the Ten forecast. Days. I mean, there's there's an overnight low zero this week too. So so don't get <laughs> Stevo. Don't get Sorry. too happy no. here. <laughs> Stand out of it. Hey, yeah. I want to make sure that we have time to talk to Matt yes. about this. I like any sort of home renovation, oh, uh, upgrading. You just took on the laundry room. Listen, Tell us about the project. What was entailed? I have the first of all the best part about all of this is I came in this morning and Ken Barlow's like I didn't even know where'd you go on your trip. Hmm. I didn't even know that you were going to be off last week and and I uh, and I was like Ken I was like down in the hole in the basement like ripping out a floor and he goes oh sorry I asked about it but listen this is one of those n- maybe you can sympathize with me this is one of those non sexy 
home renovation projects that you, you know, I'm not Instagramming my laundry room. You know, like if you paint a room and you redecorate, you're yeah, like, oh, I can't wait to post it. this isn't as bad as a water heater or a furnace. But there's one in the room with it, you know, oh, so okay, it's not okay. that. It's down in the basement, you know. Got it. And it's, it's that utility room space and okay. it, it needed some love. You know, Why? floor paint. Well, there was an old floor in there that had to get professionally removed and then, uh, uh. and I had to kind of repaint well here's the thing the washer was breaking you know you start with one thing yes. and then it's the snowball effect yes. and so i like we, we're going to get new appliances well we're not going to put new appliances back into the old grungy room oh. so then we're then we go well the floor really does need to be redone and if mm-hmm. we're doing the floor that means we're painting and then you yes. know i really should put some cabinets up yeah. so we have storage yes. and, and all of a, and then all of a sudden well then we've got to reroute the plumbing because I because right now oh. it's hooked up to this old utility sink and you know we're doing a new sink so anyway it was good I wow. about the plumbing we had these guys from Norblum Plumbing come okay Th- this guy Stewart is a is a he's a plumbing savant really <laughs> well, really because I I have this plan this like idea in my head and I'm not a plumber. And I was just like drawing stuff on paper and I'm like sending wow. big, long five paragraph emails that the, I know the people in the office, they're like laughing at me because they're like, who's this crazy person who wants to do this yeah, in his laundry room? It's just a giving laundry. us first grade he, pictures. He <laughs> made it like he took my scribble and he made it into reality. So wow. I shout out to them. No, I didn't get anything for free. I, I literally just had a great experience with them. So if you have a plumbing problem, call Norble. And ask for Stuart. Stu- and Stuart's, Stuart's good. I'm okay. Right now. But anyway, right, laundry room's done Yay. maybe i'll post my maybe i'll just you should, i'll put it on facebook people say, care about that they like yeah. to see just any before and after it gives yeah, people maybe. hope of like yeah we have a dingy room oh, that's a good idea for an upgrade oh those are smart <sighs> cabinets but i wish i would have rather have been on the beach somewhere i'm looking at this oh, screensaver yeah. on this I computer know, and it's like a I tropical know. paradise and then yeah. whatever okay thanks guys hey thanks for coming <laughs> Matt, great to have you stuff. yeah i appreciate we it appreciate it anytime well no i gotta do midday and noon today so i'll see you on channel five okay yep all right Bye, man. Oh, boy, Bye. welcome back. Bye. They have to work a brutally long shift. He's been here, like, since 3 a.m. He's yeah, all hang on, up on midday. caffeine or something. <laughs> he, I've never seen him low energy. No, he's he's very high energy. It's high. All right, get out. <laughs> there she goes. I'm so, Matt, I'm sorry. See, this is why I need to be in there when Matt comes in. Because Matt loves me. Are you kidding Donna me? Donna turns the faucet off pretty abruptly at the end. Kicks people out <laughs> okay, of the door. Okay, bye. There she uh, goes. When we come back, though, if you see something, you should say something. And then right? he'll get there early, and she'll be like, oh, what? You're here already? I Boy, the real stage five clinger. I mean, Matt, we love you. Please come back. Uh, he's gone. All right, fine. Um, anyway, when we come back, oh, boy. Uh, oh, Jessica Simpson did something really impressive very recently and it has to do with the home shopping network and you've got a story about who might be replacing this they're suggesting a major shakeup on a huge game show wow and i think this is totally fake news oh break it all down then we come back it is the don and steve show on my talk Morning, you guys. <laughs> Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show. Welcome back, everybody. It's my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Dawn saw something. She's going to say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, uh, Steve hey, and I were just uh, having a little fun on camera. Yeah, you know, it's fun. It's, it's not fun. weird at all. It's not fun I'm, anymore now. 
I'm on some drugs that I've never been on before for my migraines, and oh, I feel wow. really high. So, so you don't know if what I, you saw really happened or yeah. not? Yeah. They we were, were acting like rats. I looked up. And <laughs> That's Steve a good way of describing it. Had little teeth, and Donna was, yeah. oh. Oh, man. What's uh, happening? You know, when you make your mouth a tight O, you tighten the lips, but kind of like, oh, what like you your teeth are still. Like that? So, Don did an Owen Wilson last week, and I realized that person who was describing how to do an Owen Wilson Mm -hmm. impression, and then Don, we've long said, you know, wow, on this show, but then Don pointed out, as long as you keep your mouth out in that hard sort of like fishy thing. It's a square with your lips. A square with your lips. What What are you talking about? Not a bad dog. And then anything, if you just keep talking like that, but keep your lips out and stay in that weird voice, you could do an Owen Wilson all the time. You could read stuff as Owen Wilson, whatever. Donna's, Don, and Donna's actually got very good. Do it real quick, Donna. No, what? No. You're Owen Wilson. You're not a bad dog. <laughs> You're a great dog. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't do it. You're fine. I You're good at other things. It. All right. Can I send a couple of shout outs? Maybe a few. Oh, what are we doing? Birthday shout outs? No. no. Uh, donor shout outs. Oh, People yes. 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 Shout them out. On our website, donating um, for, we're, we're partnering with Alight. They've got a team in Poland that is providing relief items and medical supplies for people still inside Ukraine. Also, uh, helping those who are have made it into Poland. Um, so, Katie, uh, thank you so much for your $50 donation. Kristen gave $25. Stasia donated $50. Amy, thank you in honor of her two children. Jennifer, Teresa, Susan, Stephanie, you guys, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Our total, uh, and this just launched. This is so cool. My Talkers for Ukraine. It's all found at mytalk1071.com. We're already at over $3,700 that has been raised and will go to a light to help the families who are going through just immensely difficult times. So uh, it's overwhelming news as you read updates about what's happening in Ukraine with the Russia invasion. We understand that. And so when it feels overwhelming, do some good. And it's a great, easy opportunity for you to do just that. There you go. Okay, so we saw that. We said something. I wanted to tell you guys, do you guys like Jessica Simpson's, like her style? I don't really know her style, but I find her likable. She's a big brand. Yes. Well, her big brand, the parent company, uh, filed for bankruptcy back in August. Right. And now she and her mom have regained ownership of her brand. Oh, so this is, you know, she's been in the business, she says, for 16 years, and she's just so excited to, you know, have control of her name and her product all oh, on her own. So she appeared on HSN on Thursday, and then she tweeted during a break, or she posted on Instagram, whatever, whatever the case, it was social media, and she wrote... Holy guacamole, the day's not over. We've already sold 16,000 dresses. And there's still more to come, and I'll be back on air in 20 minutes. May I ask? Yeah. How much do we think each dress cost? I'm going to say $50. 
fifty bucks. Okay, if that's the case, I'm just going to go through and do a little math for us. So let's say it was fifty dollars. Okay. That means how? What so kind of time 50, did she do that in? In uh, well, I don't know because she was still on the air, but a, a short okay. amount of time. It's, well, that would be eight hundred grand. Yeah. Let me explain something very quickly to <laughs> okay. the room. Today is a Money Monday, so let me sneak this in now. Some people make a ton of money. <laughs> Thank you. And it's, let's say if, I don't know, HSN I'm sure takes a huge cut of that, right, for the platform. Let's say she walks out of there with 200000 Let's just say. All of our numbers, we're sort of making them up, we're fudging them, but still. Let's say in a span of an hour... One hour, she made $200,000. Now, whoever you are, wherever you're listening, think of what you make in a year. What is your annual situation? Now, just compare that to the fact that Jessica Simpson hypothetically made two hundred grand in a single hour, Donna. Damn it. It's just fascinating to I me know. that... Because you ever have you ever found yourself in a situation where you're... Uh, you're Someone offers you something. It could be the salary that you get for a job. It could be uh, pay that you're getting for uh, for a side gig or something. And there's a part of you that thinks, "Oh, I don't even know if I should be getting this. Like that. That's generous. They shouldn't offer that." And then you're like, "Should I or what?" Let me just tell you something. Anything you can get, get it, take it, <laughs> because there's advice. so much. There, there, there are other arenas out there that just pay such a high amount of money for things. It's just. It's just very interesting when you get into when you're a, when you're a celebrity, and then you can get into licensing deals, and you can partner with companies and and get your name on products and start developing things. That's where there's some really big potential, you know. Not yes. just when you're right. seen, when right. you're the celebrity being seen doing the movie or whatever. Don't get me wrong; some movie stars doing just fine, but it's all those other opportunities, those other business opportunities. It's just. How to go about it, that's a whole other question. I'm just saying it seems fun to talk about. Now I move us to what I think is fake news. There was an article saying that Wheel of Fortune is, here's how it reads from OK Magazine. Wheel of Fortune eyeing Vanna White to take over Pat Sajak's hosting job after his controversial behavior. What? Vanna to the rescue, it reads. With Pat Sajak on thin ice at Wheel of Fortune over his cringeworthy missteps, an insider tells OK that his bosses are looking at Vanna White to potentially take over his job. The veteran oh, show uh, host's behavior, including mocking and scolding contestants and a recent string of bizarre tweets, has become a sore topic of conversation <laughs> among the show's producers. Listen, I think this is a totally clickbait yes, fake story. Stupid. Totally remember fake. the story we had where he kind of was almost mocking somebody who had a speech impediment. <gasps> oh, right. Remember that? He's getting I, real loose. I don't remember it, but I'm sure. But I'm sure I was. We we all talked about this. That's what they would do. They okay would take a yeah a little yeah, okay, snippet like that and then yeah. come up with a totally fake story. They're both signed through 2024. The show is still very relevant. Seems very hot. I'll tell you, the only heir apparent that I see is Pat Sajak's daughter. I'm thinking we'll take over for Vanna White when Pat and Vanna together leave in a few Ooh, years. That's who's my his guess. Daughter? I don't know. Uh, Maggie, Maggie Sajak. Patty. And she filled in for Vanna when Vanna filled in for Pat a few oh, years ago. I did ago. not know that. Yes. Cute. Yeah. And she was great. Okay.
Wheel of Fortune is fine. Don't touch it, anybody. Leave it as is for now. Well, he needs to stop yelling at us. He didn't yell. No, he was whatever. protecting. Bye, whatever. Don. Bye. Bye, Don. All right, we'll have some music news coming right up.